This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hello, everybody, and thank you for joining us on the Corridor Digital Podcast. Um, we have a very special guest today, uh, if you didn't see in the title, uh, Mark the Intern has joined us, and uh, apparently he's got a YouTube <laughs> channel, so Mark, Damn. thanks for being here, man. Hey, thanks so much. Uh, just an honor and a privilege to move up for a minute. I get it as a promotion, right? Yes. Yeah. Okay, cool. You know, yeah, you now get talent credit. Wow. Does that <laughs> yeah. get paid? I wasn't paid before. <laughs> no, no, not, not yet. Not so yet. Credit, credit, credit is the payment. Health insurance, uh, benefits, dental. Dream on. <laughs> okay. In due time. Right now, we'll give you college credits. Okay, it's cool. So. You're, in, you're still in college, right? Technically, I have not graduated, so uh, hopefully <laughs> working towards that degree. Wait, are you another, are you another uh, creator who didn't graduate from college? You got that right. I dropped out. Oh, man. Uh, two semesters away from graduating, yes. Okay, so who else is in that boat? Nico, aren't you in that boat? No, I got my degree. I got two. Okay. <laughs> I got oh, a you got double two. degree. Okay. Double degree. Well, Brandon's in that boat. Freddie's in that boat. Ren, are you in that boat? No, I got my degree. Mm. Oh, okay. No one cares though. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, well, yeah, that's true. Well, it's because like I realized I wanted to do YouTube videos about a month and a half before I graduated, and at that point, I'm like, well, I might as well just graduate. I'm like, mm, yeah. so close. I I was doing YouTube for a while while I was still in school. Um, but only carried on for about maybe a semester or two before I was like, eh, maybe I should go whole hog into this thing. And look at me now, an intern <laughs> at Corridor. <laughs> yeah, you had a great resume. Did you, uh, did you um, like have big plans at college or was it just kind of like, well, everybody's going, so I'll go? Because that's, I think, how most people end up going. Yeah, pretty much. You know, just the general idea of like, oh, this is the right thing to do after high school. Oh, yeah, engineering is a good, solid job. And I hated every second of it. <laughs> you know jake well, this college talk it's really interesting but we might want to just pause for a second since like we just slipped right into it you should maybe just talk yeah. a little bit about why why mark's joined us mm. why he's here all right yeah. fine do the do the formalities nico let's go uh, so uh, mark listeners is actually interning here i guess mm. uh legitimately you are here to kind of just experience and learn a little bit and yeah it's like auditing a class, I think, yeah. but I'm, I'm trying to help out wherever I can. I literally walked into the first meeting and I was like, yeah, I'll, I'll get people coffee. I just like the idea of uh, soaking in knowledge because there's a lot of for all knowledge. the for all the smash games and all the goofing around. <laughs> there is a lot of knowledge that floats around in the air. 
Like the ether is soaked with knowledge. <laughs> it's um, a thick ether here at Corridor. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think auditing a class is probably a better uh, uh, preferred preferred <laughs> categorization of this. Um, you know, I actually I had Jerry O'Connell audit a class when I was in law school. Who's and Jerry O'Connell? He, he t- yeah, he, you know the actor. He's oh. in like uh, I don't know. He's in he's in. Um, What's that really old Stand By Me? That really old kids movie? Or it's not a kids movie, but it's a, <laughs> wow, it's a he's kids in adventure. Class? <laughs> yeah, not, not as a child, as a man. Yeah, cool. and uh, and then he, he was in my law school class. He told everyone he was going to law school. He's very serious about it. And he's mm. like, no, I just want to go. And then, of course, he drops out after the first year. And then he goes and does a show about being a lawyer. Oh, interesting. So <laughs> it was like, well, why'd you lie to us, Jerry? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, aren't actors anyway. just technically professional liars? I, I, I guess so. Or are they I guess perhaps one way to put saying it. the most truthful things? <laughs> They're like professional liars who don't intend to defraud anybody. Yeah. Anyways. Well, we you're not our first... Uh, dang it, what did you literally just call it? Auditing. You're not our first auditor. <laughs> no. The IRS wasn't either. Wow. <laughs> Wes was technically uh, another yeah. auditor as well. Yeah. Auditors, yes. I'm calling. It... All right, auditors, sure. Uh, yeah, Wes kind of approached us the same way. It's it's really cool getting like new creative energies into the studio because it gives like when I share like a bit of like knowledge or teaching with somebody, it helps me learn it. Mm-hmm. And so it's always nice to have an excuse to like have somebody be like, "Hey, can you show me how this is done?" And it's like, "Yes," because then I can show myself how it's done. And therefore, lock it in into my. It's brain like as a well. goal. You need a certain amount of knowledge to be able to pass it on. So you're like, oh god, I better have that much knowledge. <laughs> uh, I had this idea to do like an internship here for a long time. Actually, I just didn't know when I would have the time for it. Um, but when I flowed the idea to you, you were like, yeah, you know, that's kind of how it's been before. And I never thought of it that way because I remember when Wes was here and like the videos that he was in, and I just thought like he was just someone you hired on for a bit and, and passed on through. I didn't know that that was a situation, but it's cool. Like it, it's extremely cool to be uh, welcoming like this. You know, I know there's probably a lot of not comparing quarter to like content houses or hype houses <laughs> or things like that. But there's a lot of like YouTube conglomerates out there. Not that this is a conglomerate anyway. It's okay. You can call is there us any the, good look, word? You can call us corporate We're a corporation. <laughs> All of the words that are associated with combined YouTube channels together yeah, yeah. have such a negative connotation. I know. Yeah. It is hard. Yeah, but this crew. This We're a multi-corridor crew. network. <laughs> Don't you dare. But, but it's, it's, it's really nice. And I've always admired the stuff that you guys do. I think people know for a fact or have, who have like watched the video that I was on or watched any of my videos where I talk about is like you guys are a great inspiration to a lot of other YouTubers and a lot of people that want to be YouTubers or not even YouTubers just like content creation in general filmmaking TV shows writing I I think there's a lot of people that take a lot of inspiration from what you guys do here hell yeah cool Mm -hmm. that's great and now the badge. You specifically suck. (laughs) I mean after today that'd be fair No, no, we did the most intense render challenge today it was super intense. Yeah, that took a while. But it was fun. I had a lot of fun. I had a blast. I had a blast. I don't know how they're going to edit that one down because, like, what was that five hours of footage that we got? No, nah, it wasn't five. It was like three, four. four. <laughs> you guys what started was the at challenge? Like 1230. Uh, the challenge that we essentially did was I was trying to create a render, but I couldn't touch the computer or keyboard or mouse at all. And so. I was the vessel with which he poured his knowledge into. 
haphazardly wow. splashing all over the place <laughs> on the table. But uh, yeah, no, it was a very fun idea. And it also was an opportunity for me to learn, which I think is really cool that you uh, had a video where literally I had to touch a program that I have never touched before. You, have you ever mucked around in a 3D program before? I mean, in engineering school, like AutoCAD, oh. I think is what I worked with. And then SolidWorks, he reminded me of. Gotcha. Wow. <laughs> Much to my remiss. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but yeah, no, it, honestly, it, it kind of impressed me because like we went in with a plan of what to sort of make and you were being... Uh, you you are making trouble. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. And that was and... something that I should have anticipated, but somehow didn't. <laughs> mm. And uh, so that was that was very fun because I have to remind myself oh, it's just it's for the video. I know you're just doing it, but um, <laughs> at the same time, you are also actually retaining everything that I was telling you to do mm -hmm. to a degree that legitimately impressed me. Oh, thank you. Uh, like I was kind of blown away because when we came back from one break, I think, and then you, you just started rattling off all the things that you had done up until that point, mm -hmm. but like with a high degree of detail about specifically all the shortcuts I'd told you, all mm -hmm. the different options I'd told you to go through and change and you rattled all of them off. That's a, thank you. I am incredible. And, uh, uh everything <laughs> I do is amazing, but no, like that's just how my memory works is like, if I did something, I'm a very much doing memory kind of person. Not good with words, apparently, but you know, I'm a do memory kind of person. But if you I mean, tell I kept me calling a, green orange, yes, you did. That, I don't think that has to do with memory. I think that's something fundamentally different. Uh, but it's like if I do something, I can remember something. That's the best way I learn, and that's how I wanted to learn. That's why I wanted to come here. Is just like be in this environment. Literally, tell me what to do. I will do it. I will try it. I will do the best I can. And uh, if I can't do it, then you know I didn't try hard enough. When I'm when I'm like going out to try something, when I want to try something new, or I'm trying to put something together, or just you know going for something like i usually picture a moment in my mind that like represents oh this is like an ideal moment from that like we all went and saw rr in the theater this past weekend yeah I heard and i had this ideal moment of us literally hands in the air cheering at a very specific point in the movie which i won't spoil here <laughs> and that moment happened so i felt like i achieved my dream <laughs> that was your dream so when you were thinking about coming over here do you have one of those moments in your mind um, when I lead the uprising against all the leadership of Corridor and like I rally all of the people working here and we overthrow. <laughs> it's, a no. it's a <laughs> the coup. It's yeah. a coup. The Corridor coup. Is what I'm <laughs> the Corridor coup. <laughs> the Corridor coup. Uh, no. <laughs> I don't have a specific moment like that. I just really want to walk away from this with everybody in tears from how much they'll miss me. Uh, no, I don't even know how to be serious with it. It's just like, I just want to have fun. I want to have a good time. I want to work hard. I want to prove to you guys that I'm here not just to goof around or uh, mooch off of your snacks, uh, which you have great snacks. But <laughs> Shout out to Jordan for that. Yeah, I just, I just hope to, you know, leave an impression here, walk away with some knowledge, and maybe it'd be cool if I come back every once in a while. Yeah, man. I mean, that's Wes in the nutshell, that. too. <laughs> okay, okay. Um, Can we pause for a second on this idea and talk about Corridor Coup for a moment? And maybe it can be like a, sec a second channel, and it's Mark trying to overthrow Corridor, and, and we don't know what's happening, but he's mm. constantly trying to... Yeah. It's a what coup if, attempt. What if I've already started it? What if I've already registered the domain? What if I've already? <laughs> I, had I that hope you have. I hope you have. He's got, he's got a dot com slash corridor coup shirt on. <laughs> well, we have to actually now register already. the domain now that we've talked about it in this podcast. Yeah, I know like, we have to do it before we release this podcast. Yeah, <laughs> like 
when like TV shows like say something, they have to actually have the domain or something like that. No, I'm not saying they have to. I'm just saying we should. Someone oh, else yeah. will grab it if you don't. Exactly. Yeah, yeah we'll coop. grab the. Now that we've talked URL. about it, we made it a thing. <laughs> yeah, we also Coo. have a car channel called Corridor Coop. Wow. Just put the E on the end. <laughs> Keep it going. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> would it be like... I was almost like, boo, but I, I, I didn't. <laughs> yeah. That was coup too low. Coup or would it just be coup? You know, I have Probably really enjoyed coup. in the past when we've done, like, the office-style, like, storylines mm. in, like, our behind-the-scenes videos, where it's like we invent a little bit of extra lore. You mm. know, like the Peter Clone saga. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I briefly thought about whether or not we should try to bring that back. I do that all the time in my videos. Like I do gaming videos mostly, but even like, and I do like higher production stuff, but even in my normal videos, I always love weaving a through thread. Like I was telling someone else earlier today about this kind of like side uh, character in my videos, which is my editor, Lixian. He animates himself into the mm. videos a lot, but he has an evil version of him called Lunky. Lunky. Uh, and who I made Lunky. because oh, yeah. he was on vacation and I hand drew him and he's evil. And, and it's, there's this like whole plot of him trying to fight the evil version of himself. And he's <laughs> killed him before he's back from the dead. He's monstrous. It's just like little flavor bits like that. Weaving through videos is my favorite thing. It's an eternal tapestry of of a story and things can fall away and die. But I, I did love that when, you know, Peter getting shot all the time with like with the arrow and then just like drag him away. And then a new Peter comes in. Like it's really fun. Like the surreal elements of uh, YouTube, like it lends itself to it because all of it is like, it's a version of reality that you package and, and edit down for consumption and entertainment. There's like that real side that I do appreciate, but there's always like this whimsical side that you can play with people's <laughs> expectations and it's fun. Like it's just fun to do. So I recommend you do, but nothing messes with people more than doing a little bit of visual effects on a behind the scenes moment. Yes. And they're like, yeah. Whoa, yeah. that's real. <laughs> <laughs> the, yeah. Cause you're not expecting it in that context. Yeah. You're, you, you know, you think it's like a reality context and then something weird happens and you're mm -hmm. shocked by it. Yeah, it just blows people away more because they were uh, they were not guarded for it. They didn't expect it to happen, so it's just like, oh my god! Didn't we do that in the Alien on Your Head video? Yep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, because that was back when I was actually running the Crew Channel. Back when it was called Sam and Nico, and I was making the behind the scenes for it. There's an alien on your head, and this is the predecessor to Peter getting shot with the arrow. Uh. <laughs> Where uh, it was, you and Clint were having this debate about getting shot. Uh, was was it you shooting Clint, or was it Clint shooting? Clint shooting you? me. Clint's like, I can do it. I can shoot you. I'm like, I don't know. I don't think we should do this. <laughs> and Clint's like, I can do this. I won't miss. Yeah. I'll be like five feet right. away. And I was like, I, no. It, it, it <laughs> built up to this moment where he eventually actually does shoot you. Except he doesn't actually shoot you because uh, the arrow was already in your chest. And just for like that one second, I painted out the arrow and tracked in an arrow on, on the, the bow and had him shoot. And we just never acknowledged it. It was just like in the lore of that video, he actually did shoot you and it pierced your chest and into your <laughs> skin and everything. And you it, fall down into the thing. We're like, you okay? Yeah, you, like, have like yeah. level, you have level three body armor on and somehow the, the arrow pierced through it. <laughs> yeah, the ceramic plates. I love it because yeah. it's, like, it's like the light side of VFX and the dark side of VFX, <laughs> you know, using it for evil. Like with when they stole your voice, Jake. Oh, like, yeah. I really unironically love that video. <laughs> Legality aside, that was very funny. When you said, God, when you were like, you know, in Texas, they say, come and take it. And Sam was like, well, I came and took it. Yeah, he did. <laughs> God, I laughed for like five minutes straight. It was so funny. 
I was I knew something was up, but I didn't quite know what. And mm-hmm. we talked about this on a different podcast after that video, but like, you know, I kind of knew something was happening because mm-hmm. of all the circumstances that were going on. And then <laughs> I didn't know exactly what until that call, but yeah, that was that was great. I I applaud everybody who was involved in that because it, it got they got me. Did Robo Jake do an ad read in that video? I can't remember if that yes. was. Uh, Not the yes. whole thing, but there was a, a couple lines that Dean yeah. snuck in there. I, I feel like I actually, not that I not that I skipped through the ad reads. I would never do that. <laughs> I'd never recommend that anybody do that. But I do remember distinctly watching the entirety of that particular <laughs> ad read. I don't remember what it was about. But, That's an ad, yeah. I also, I rarely watch our ad reads, obviously. But like that was oh, one God. that I watched all the way through also. <laughs> obviously. <laughs> obviously. Well, I've already seen them. <laughs> in their true, individual yeah. forms you're right you're right yeah 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 no i um i'm glad people watch the ad reads i'll just say that like <laughs> we try hard on them and uh so i'm glad i'm glad people enjoy them no, I, I love goofing with ad reads i love making them funny it's something that companies don't understand is you came to us who was i talking to this about you came to us um, me actually yeah i was talking to you it was like yeah these companies come to you and they're like you we love how you interact with your audience and the videos make can you do something completely different than that <laughs> and so like uh for the podcast that i have with uh, my buddies bob and wade we literally have a, a a stipulation that we will not do an ad unless if you have any reviews we will not do an ad you have to trust us and that way we god i love that we run with ads there's no reviews we just like blast it out whatever chaos and and the funny thing is we are one of the very few uh, podcasts where people will go back and listen to our ads specifically because <laughs> we make them funny. We make them engaging and fun. And so the bits that we're doing cause people to want to listen to it. And it's like, yes, exactly. Don't you want people to want to listen to your ad read? Yeah. We get the URL at the end of the ad in there. Like we get all your talking points in there, but we just make up fun improv. Well, you're here. It. I really want to try that with you. Yeah, I'll do let's it. do let yeah let's do an ad read on a crew video and you and I will do it together and and we'll just run the thing and we'll say okay we're, we're guys this ad read had no uh, notes from client ready all right go I would love to go ham like the interns ad for for <laughs> I would be honored to make one of those happen I would watch that ad. Yeah, so long as you just like let me go ham with it, I would I would be so but, tickled to do. But that. like, I, I feel like this is the context behind this is probably not something that most people really like understand. They know that we do ads and stuff for companies, but mm. like they probably don't fully realize that we have to have like that ad segment prepared like way in advance mm. so that we could send it to the client and then they can review it and go through their own corporate ladders to get it reviewed. Sometimes that could take a couple days. And then they'll come back with notes like, oh, we didn't like that one thing you said here and like, like whatever. And then it's like, ah, we got to address these notes. So you go back and you make those changes. And sometimes it can be a big deal. Sometimes it can be a, a problem. And some, yeah. And so it, it's not always too a, often these days. Hmm? Not too often. Not too often these days. Often days. It's like the last year <laughs> or so, it's not been too big of a thing because like we've done it enough. We got enough of like a pipeline and a workflow and like a rhythm more than anything. Mm-hmm. And Christian's and also back. Christian's an amazing producer. <laughs> yes, absolutely. <laughs> um, but I don't know. I, I, uh, it's just one of those things that it's like, it's always kind of like, 
I want to do it my way. Exactly. Yeah. And and if you do it your way, it will seem uh, more natural. <laughs> more natural. Everything that with ads, the main reason people don't watch them, I don't think, is because it seems disingenuous half the time. Even mm -hmm. if it is, even if you actually do like the product that you're 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 selling or promoting, like it doesn't matter to people because they're not like, well, man, you sell out, you've changed. I like old <laughs> corridor better. I can't believe. I think you know? that's why I I kind of like drove the character that is me doing the ad reads to like a out of touch almost disingenuous person not like <laughs> not like you know in, intentionally disingenuous but just mm -hmm. like so out of it doesn't quite know what's happening mm -hmm. because it's it's more of a natural fit to just like rattle off anything when you're playing a character who could say anything as it is. I do actually unironically like the way you do ads. I, I think that it's it's one of the few people that do ad integrations, especially regular ad integrations with with content that they make, where it is engaging or the effort there to make it engaging is clear and apparent. So I do appreciate the work that you put into it because it is it is rarer these days. Most most times, especially like you hear on other podcasts, they're just like this episode is sponsored by whatever bed company we're sponsored by. <laughs> I love this bed. I have this bed. They don't have that. Bed. <laughs> it's like, you know, it's just like, except for this one bed company that sponsored us where they sent a bed to my house. And I'm like, I love it. Thank you. But also, where am I going to put this bed? They're like, Look, now you can say you have the bed. Okay. Even if it's in your garage. It's in your yeah, exactly. dog bed. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. 100%. Except it's a queen size bed. Where are my dog? Here, doesn't need a queen, size, queen bed. size bed. It's like, Thanks. I know, right? <laughs> Thanks. So, Jake, you're you're usually the one who does most of our ad reads. Occasionally, uh, we will do some of these ads. You know, I often do a lot of the Audible ones, but that's because I legitimately use Audible and love it so much. Uh, but it's now become a bit of a thing where you're like, people are saying like, "Oh, you just do the ads." How does that make you feel about like being the ad guy? I mean, I've said this before. I I think just any time you get a chance to be in one of the videos, it's, it's kind of, you know, not something to be taken for granted. So I just try to appreciate it and have fun with it. Um, and you know, like I, I kind of molded my creative brain through the trial and error and the tests of when brands would come to us and say, Hey, we have this idea. What would you guys do with it? So what the normal process, especially back uh, when we were doing this for corridor videos, when there was like fully dedicated corridor videos, what I would do is I would go, okay, I'll come up with some ideas and then I'd pitch them to Sam and Nico and then we'd talk about them, make some revisions and then we'd pitch them back. And if those got accepted, then I would end up kind of show running usually those productions into the shoot. And so everything from like handling, you know, what they wanted and what was important to them versus what was important to Sam and Nico. I, I kind of lived in that creative space to begin with. So I got very comfortable in that space um, just by nature of what I was doing for corridor anyway. Um, so I, I don't know. I think it's kind of funny when people like say, what does that guy even do? You know, <laughs> I, I think it means that we've succeeded. I think. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, I, I have a question for you, Mark. Oh yeah. So you've been a fan of Corridor for a long time. Yes. It's very evident. Mm -hmm. What do you miss from old Corridor? Oh, man. That's a good question. Ooh, interesting. Um, the hard-hitting questions. God, everything. For instance, the name <laughs> Corridor Digital. I forget who I was talking about with that. It was like yesterday. Like, uh, someone was, was it you? 
I forget. Someone I was saying like they're talking about like, oh yeah, uh, corridor digital, and they're like confused, like, huh? You nah. mean corridor crew? <laughs> no, nah, nothing. Uh, nothing really stands out in terms of like topical things like that. When names, logos, it's whatever. It's the people, right? Mm -hmm. uh, and one of the beautiful things that corridor has is, um, for for the most part, and honestly, even even better about it is like the main people that were there in the beginning are still there. There's so many YouTube channels that exist, especially group channels. Uh, or collaborative channels that exist. Um, and then they go past the point where they've lived out their life and then the people go their separate ways mm -hmm. and then the original people are not there. I mean, I could list off some names, but I don't want to like put any people like on blast or anything. It's it's not a thing. It's just life. It happens. Um, and with Corridor, like it, it still feels, even with an office full of people, it still feels true to not only the message and like what was trying to be made, so many years ago but also just like the people are still there and you've had a chance to see them grow um see them grow older see them grow wiser see them grow like maybe a couple gray hairs here and there we've all got <laughs> i have actually started noticing gray hairs on mm -hmm. me it's wild <laughs> yeah i've started to notice quite a few coming in now um but you know growing up with that looking back and saying that i miss something no i don't because there's so much more of the same thing that i loved back when I started than there is now. There's just more of it. There's more of the people that I enjoyed watching. There's more of the like the high production videos. Maybe like it's a, a bit more sporadic here and there, but mm -hmm. I noticed the effort isn't like reduced overall. There's a lot more effort put into Corridor Crew. And so honestly, I don't miss anything about it. Uh now I'm so grateful because I get a chance to interact with you guys and like hang out <laughs> with you guys. So I don't know. Maybe I'm maybe I'm biased because of that, but to be perfectly honest, people look at my content and they're like, I miss the old Markiplier. And I'm like, what about it? <laughs> what about it? Do you miss? I they miss so your red hair, more. man. Yeah, they miss exactly. your red hair. That wasn't even the early Markiplier. That was like mid Markiplier. You know, people miss. I've, I've been on YouTube long enough that people miss multiple different phases of me. Like, this is best. And I'm like, hey, at least we, they're bad. Yeah, we can it. relate to that 100% as well, especially when we started like doing the vlogs. They're like, oh, I miss when you guys just did behind the scenes for your actual stuff. And then like we did that for a couple of years. And then we started shifting to more story based stuff. We're like, I miss the every other day uploads. And it's like, you go through phases of new audience members who mm. miss that certain. Uh, phase when they became a fan yeah yeah exactly yeah. um but it's like you just do this long enough they're like i don't know what to tell you hey did people know about corridor uh corridor is it corridor digital.com yeah it's corridor because i i'm that that shirt is throwing me off <laughs> corridor digital.com yeah. where they can see crew cuts which just entered season two and is even better than ever and where they can get a crew producer points so that they can vote towards their favorite new shows that are going to come out yeah do they not know about this wonderful website do they do they, do you guys know about this I hope they know about it. Well, they probably and, know about it now. No, I, I love crew cuts. I, I, I haven't caught up with them uh, as much as I should just because I've been a little busier. But like it's those crew have cuts are so well made. They're so well made. They got the yeah. same feel as the ones from uh, Sam and Nico, you know, or like earlier times they are still there. And if anything, better, honestly, just because the uh, ability for people to like actually put quality. Oh, they're into way it, like, better. I, they're way better no okay, offense well, ren uh, I, to, I still, to what you did back in the day but oh those, i mean we those... were making very different things <laughs> well, we were it's like i don't and think it's quite comparable <laughs> no i don't want to compare it i'm just saying people naturally will but like mm -hmm. the, sure, yeah. the storytelling on the crew cuts vlog and on the crew channel now is just it's it's so much more refined if you go back and watch a video from like you know 
2012, 2013, 2014, like those videos are fine, but you can just see the, the, the quality and the artistic evolution through it, which is fun to me. I think that's really actually really cool. Mm-hmm. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Mark, when did you start YouTube? St- me started YouTube? Yeah. Uh, it would have been um, uh, March of 2012. I just celebrated my 10-year. Actually, I launched space on the 10-year. Uh, well, it was April 4th is when I uploaded my first video, but I start- first started trying to make a video uh, towards mid-March and failed mm. spectacularly. So <laughs> just about 10 years. Yeah, That's crazy. Mm-hmm. It's It's weird to think that this job that we're doing is like old news now. It's like, yeah. you know, we got into it's like, oh, the new media. You guys are new media. You're on the frontier. Yeah. And I was like, YouTube? YouTube's like the oldest video platform that people uh, okay, use so now. I was, I, was in a, I was in a lift on the way to the airport uh, the other day from the studio. And I, I, I ended up talking to the driver the whole way. And uh, he was, I, don't, I, didn't, I asked him how old he, he was, but he wouldn't give me an answer. But he was younger. He was like maybe mid-20s, uh, younger than us. And uh, he was saying that YouTube to him is like TV because it's, mm-hmm. it's like the hardest social media platform to, to do now. Hmm. Hardest? And so that oh. just, Interesting. yeah, like the hardest one to, you know, I guess make a living at is, I guess is what he was saying. I don't know if that's true. Uh, you know, I think there's a lot of people who, um, Probably have a pretty difficult time on Instagram and TikTok and all the others, but yeah. I sometimes it, forget that people make a living on other social medias and they yeah. look at it like that. Yeah. I, I've never looked at it as a way to do uh, any sort of brand deal or making money. There's been some brand deals that require a tweet or something like that, but yeah. I, I forget sometimes that people just look at social media in terms of like breaking into it and making a living. And I forget it's not just a communication platform. Yeah. Sorry, did, was I interrupting? Uh, No, no. I just thought it was an interesting tidbit because like you guys were saying, when we first started, it was kind of the, the, you know, it it was the, the new hotness. We were just kicked. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, It was the new hotness, but to the TV and movie people, we were kind of in this scrubby little corner, you know, and (laughs) we we were just a bunch of miscreants doing whatever we were doing over there. And and now it's What do you mean you can make money on YouTube? (laughs) It's like, yeah. Yeah. Launching a new YouTube channel now is a little bit like trying to launch a new TV channel, you know, 15 years ago, 20 years ago, where it's like- Channel or show? Channel. Okay. Like, where it's like, (laughs) I'm going to drop a new cable channel and try to get people to come watch it. It's like, man, you really have to like, you have to hit that hard back in the day to make that work. And- now it's like the same thing I think with YouTube. I mean, to me, it's like if you're trying to start a new channel or a new show, uh, like YouTube oriented, you really have to have something new. And it's, I feel like that's super difficult now because so many people, like the entire world's population has swept through this. And like, so everything's almost been highlighted, or at least you would think. But then I think in reality, there's so much more things you can explore. But 
I, I do believe that to a degree. However, the amount of people that are watching YouTube videos nowadays is proportionally higher to the mm -hmm. same number of people that are trying to do. Technology has made it easier to start, I think. I think the tools at people's disposal is is uh, way more advanced and way easier to use to get people to make really cool stuff. Um, that being said, like I, I feel it's not quite like making a channel with TV back in the day. Um, because the metrics of success, if you're starting up your own thing, you don't need nearly as many people to continue. Uh, however, I still think uh, something that Jake said is I still think Hollywood treats YouTube as this grubby little corner <laughs> that is like, what are you doing over there? You rambunctious rap <laughs> because they've gotten older and then we've barely gotten older and they're still just like, these guys. But it's so funny because I see I see it's just such it's so dissonant between how they treat certain things, but YouTube is always just like this carved off like dead zone of they can't do it. And I think it's because of the threat that it is to traditional media like mm -hmm. TV. Um, people do consume YouTube as their TV, not even just Netflix, not even Hulu. They do watch that. But there are so many people out there because YouTube is essentially free so long as you have an internet connection. Mm -hmm. Every single video on there or the vast majority of them, the vast, vast majority of them are free and accessible to anybody. Um, and what that creates is a, is is all of this wonderful entertainment from science videos to the corridor videos to corridor crew videos to, to Markiplier, Markiplier videos. videos to gaming videos. There's so many different categories all at the, the accessible and open. And yes, it is making us money. It is it is making us money. But more importantly, it's making us as creators independent yeah. of the people that mm -hmm. hold the golden keys to the golden gates of Hollywood or whatever. It's, it's almost to the point and pretty much is to the point where we can go, we don't actually need you anymore. Mm -hmm. We might have been asking to be a part of that that world, but you guys can make movies all on your own. You can make TV shows all on your own. If you have like the funding for it, you can take an idea that you have and just make it. I've done it myself with like originals. I mean, they gave funding, but I know that I could just take money I have and go make whatever I want because I have the skills for it. You guys have more skills than I do in terms of like the filmmaking aspects and visual effects aspects. But even I with less skills, can still do that. And mm -hmm. so many people can are starting to realize this is the reality. This is the truth of it. We do are, have the golden keys <laughs> to well, yeah, it's, audiences. It's, it's that direct connection to the audience. Because at the end of the day, like every show, you know, being made in Hollywood, every movie, they only exist if the audience is there. And there's just, you know, and it makes sense because back in the day, technology isn't where it is now. You know, you have a lot of middlemen to get the content, the entertainment to the audience. Mm -hmm. And you know, that barrier has been really broken down now where you, you know, we can be very direct with our audience. Like our audience is there. They, we talk to them every week, you know, we hire from them. We hire from them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, you know, it's like there's like a graph I like I've constructed in my head where like over time. It's the it's like the ease of which you can connect with your audience combined with the ease of which you can make something mm -hmm. right. Like lights these days are so much easier to handle than lights from 20 years ago it's like weird bits of technology like that but it's like <laughs> things you need like lights microphones are a lot easier cameras are obviously way better gimbals like it's it's all getting so much more accessible and we're not quite there yet where you can just go and bang out a movie just by yourself with nothing like you gotta put some effort into it you gotta get some resources but like hashtag prompt masters <laughs> prompt masters yeah once you have ai, AI movies, revolution it's just, when all you gotta you do is your one input sentence. some, some yeah. prompts and then generate a, a movie <laughs> yeah like you know right now it still takes some resources to go and make something but like 
it's becoming so much easier. And then that connection with the audience is becoming so much more direct. And like, I feel like we're not quite there now, but I feel like in about five to 10 years, we'll finally meet that point where like they truly are intersecting. And then like the big constructions around like TV shows and movies are going to start to get real wobbly mm-hmm. because everybody's going to be making TV shows, and movies. There's not, everybody's not making TV shows, and movies now because it's still really hard to do that, but that's getting easier every year. And the access to the audience to support that monetarily and with attention is getting better every year too. So mm-hmm. I, who knows where it's going? No. Did you guys ever have actual like cable television once you left home? No. <laughs> yeah. Me neither. Uh, like when I was in college, I had friends who had like, you know, you pay the the exorbitant amount of money per month for like cable TV or whatever. And I was just like, I have Netflix. It's got everything. And no one ever. No, actually, it wasn't even Netflix that I cared about. I was all about YouTube. Mm-hmm. I spend even today or like in general life today, I spend so much more time on YouTube than any other platform combined. HBO, Disney, uh, Hulu, Netflix. Yeah, um, I'm, I'm always defaulting to to YouTube because I know for a fact there's going to be something there that specifically interests me and then i'll watch that one video and now there's a million other videos in the queue (laughs) uh but like i I, like people cord cutting was always like a big talking point over the last decade you know oh so many people are getting rid of cable and i was like i never had it (laughs) does that count i don't know and i feel like i had it for like like i had it for like a year about 10 years ago and that was the last time i had it but when hulu came out I had that for a while and then I got off Hulu, but then Hulu and then I was on Sling and I, I flipped over to oh, the I subscription services Sling, that's right. because I got Sling because they had live sports and then Hulu got live sports. And so I just have Hulu for the, for the games that I watch on there. But then other than that, I like the same thing as you. I pretty much when I'm watching something, it's a YouTube channel that I watch. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, I uh, actually just got YouTube TV for the first time ever, and it feels like regular old, you know, channel scrolling TV, but I only got it because I wanted to watch the NBA finals. Yeah. <laughs> and and yeah. I have a two-week trial for it, and as soon as the NBA finals are over, I'm canceling it. Yeah, yeah it they've because... been hooking people on that with the Olympics and the mm-hmm. baseball and the yeah. NBA finals. Yeah, Olympics is why I did it. Uh, not to not to besmirch our YouTube overlords. We love you, and everything <laughs> is wonderful, and we love it all. It's great. It's so good. But I love perfectly... that forty five cents being taken out of every dollar. Thank you. Guys. <laughs> we love it. No, it. But what it what it uh, what it shows is is like. Most of the stuff that is being made on TV, I would say probably 80% of it is not worth people's time. Yeah. yeah. That, that's the sad fact. It's not even <clears throat> that it's good or that it's bad. It is simply not worth people's time. I know people bemoan like the, the two mid rolls or the two ads now on YouTube. And I'm, I wouldn't like it to not go higher than that personally. <laughs> um, but when it comes down to watching TV, I actually watched TV recently uh, over at a friend's house, just because they had nothing else, no, like and and he wants to watch TV. You want to watch TV shows with me? Hey, I'm here. Hi. It was terrible. <laughs> I had a terrible time just watching it, <laughs> even if the content was moderately interesting, because there was just ads every so many, seven minutes for four minutes. It's of horrible, ads. man. Was, the yeah. ratio unbearable. Con- it's, it's unbearable. Yeah. Like you'd have an hour that? slot for a forty-minute show, and like that means twenty minutes of ads, it's, and each ad is thirty <sighs> seconds long. It's so depressing. <clears throat> it's what it is. Yeah. It's like you just you understand the like the veil is pulled away that actually 
oh god i am just being sold shit that's the only reason they cobbled together this this show instead of like right. now streaming with no ads it's so much nicer just to be able to pick something like i'm, I'm watching alone me and my girlfriend are watching alone love that show just survival out in the witness have you guys watched alone? i watched the first episode yeah it's very engaging very captivating very simple concept they're filming themselves which i think is super cool um but no ads and it's like god i am just here for the content itself and uh youtube obviously is ad supported um but there's a skip button <laughs> and the there's time. youtube premium and there's youtube premium which, which i have and i honestly I love yeah, I, it's YouTube my premium. favorite subscription they 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 trash they trashed the initial launch with like youtube red and they like yeah. ruined all that but i unironically <laughs> think everybody should get youtube premium because it supports you know your creators more than ads do and you don't mm-hmm. get ads it's like it's yeah beautiful. you don't get ads and you know that your value is like over a hundred times more than any other viewer not Way, on youtube premium mm-hmm. yeah, so it's absolutely. like if you want to support your favorite creators getting youtube premium well you get rid of ads that's cool but like you are also directly influencing um, yeah, you know. But if you really it's like very, us, you should go very... to cornerdigital.com. Yeah. 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 It's very Google <laughs> of YouTube to not promote YouTube premium more than they do. Yeah. I don't I don't know if they quite know the the ratios in terms of what goes to the creators who are who have people watching who are on YouTube premium, but it's the same reason why we started the site. It's just because the you 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 have less people you can make better content it's direct there's no ads everything is just better for everybody and i don't think youtube does nearly a good enough job actually explaining that to avid consumers they promote youtube tv all the time but yeah. well maybe it's because they still make more money at the end of the day from just all of the adsense that they come rolling in they don't want it people could to be just that, that yeah in droves I mean, yeah, google itself it is be. an ad company exactly. first and foremost and so they're just like youtube don't get rid of the ads. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Don't push it too hard. Yeah, it could be but that. But they also yeah. don't want people just using ad block to get around ads either. Yeah. So that's why Can, they made that option, I think. There's one thing that YouTube's done that, as I reflect on it, it's a, it was a really good move and it was a really generous move, honestly. And that is the effectively total acceptance of people doing their own ad reads and brand integrations in their content. Because YouTube yeah. could have been like, you are cutting a slice from our pie, and it's a slice. Like, how dare you? <laughs> but like, they really said, you know, you know what? We're just gonna be hands off. We're still gonna do our thing. Yeah. But you can do that if you want to. You can broker deals. Go for it. I think that not many people recognize just how accommodating YouTube has been mm-hmm. with some of the less popular things that they've done. Say, let's uh, the the biggest one being the uh, the system to what's it called to look at audio and detect it. What's oh content ID. content yeah, ID content, content ID content ID uh, was a compromise that they made because they were sued. I forget by who Viacom Viacom That's yeah right. Viacom a billion yeah. dollars a billion dollar lawsuit was brought forward, and so the the other option was shutting down YouTube. That was the other option. So they went with an option that allowed creators to still make content and not have their channels deleted if they had copyrighted content, which was the other option. And it's it's funny because people on Twitch are running into this situation or ran into it recently of like a half a year ago um, where they were just like, you know, had copyright content and then they would just get like a three day ban or their whole thing would get taken down immediately because mm-hmm. that was the risk of being sued that Twitch was like, you are not worth this risk. But YouTube 
technically and by all accounts went to bat for their creators and they still believed in the environment of creators being able to monetize their own stuff just having to go through the legal woodwork of everything that was before and then all these switch creators were like let's band together we're just gonna play non-stop <laughs> copyright stuff and i'm just saying to myself is like you don't understand <laughs> who you're fighting against like it's not amazon that you're trying to prove how tough and united you are Amazon could pull the plug on Twitch in a second <laughs> if they deem it's not worthy because all these lawsuits coming in could cost them more money. And I don't think they've made their money back on Twitch mm -hmm. yet after the billion dollar purchase. And it's like what what I always like I, YouTube's made some shitty decisions, of course, and I, I like stupid stuff all over the place. But we're all only human, right? It, they're all only human. And it's largely from Google anyway. <laughs> <laughs> but I really do believe that YouTube is the single best place for someone to create content and find a niche and build something for themselves that is entirely self-funded of all the platforms out there. Mm -hmm. Maybe TikTok will uh, surpass it one day. Maybe these other companies will. Yeah. But I think that the metric is so far in youtube's favor twitch is close uh but not if they keep trying to like, <laughs> i gotta agree 100 like think about like facebook and instagram it's like poof man like do not be in that environment 100 yeah. percent. like mm -hmm. that's a, that's a bad basket to have all of your eggs in and then tiktok it's like i mean that's such a wild west right now i it uh it is totally a wild west i assume you know hank green correct Yes. Yeah, uh, he had an incredible breakdown of the sort of like profit discrepancies between YouTube, Instagram and TikTok and uh, the way Instagram and TikTok do their sort of uh, ad share with their creators is very different than how YouTube does it. You know, uh, YouTube has a split. You said it earlier, Jake. Uh, they take 45 percent of every dollar that comes in through the AdSense and uh that's just blanket. It doesn't matter how much is made. That's just how it always is. But on TikTok, for instance, there's an actual creator fund and everyone gets a proportion of that based on how many views they get. And I am not going to be able to do any sort of remotely comparable job to how Hank described it. But essentially, it comes down to the way TikTok does stuff is disincentivizing people from like trying to grow a business on that platform. And it's promoting people burning themselves out. Because TikTok has pretty much straight up acknowledged they're like, yeah, we don't care. Someone will replace you if you stop. Mm -hmm. It's fine. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, Instagram is kind of somewhere in between. It's a little like that. <laughs> and then There's you look a couple... at the, but like TikTok's revenue is in like the dozens of billions of dollars. And they're only giving like $300 million or something like that. Maybe it's a billion uh, worldwide. Uh, I think it was like $300 million to American uh, creators. And compare that to the 10 or 15 billion that went to American creators on YouTube, or maybe it was global. Again, I'm getting some of these details mixed up, but the point remains is that YouTube is actually being a little bit more generous with the overall share than either TikTok or Instagram. Yeah. Yeah. There's a couple of gripes I have with the other platforms, which is why we haven't quite dabbled in them as hard as YouTube. Um, now, honestly, you know, Twitch, we're not really a gaming centric company it's and so you know even though or twitch has expanded a bit yeah we're live streaming that just hasn't made as much sense for us so that's why on twitch it hasn't really been anything else but on 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 facebook it's it's been the constant excuse of like oh well it took them how many years to come up with like even a a legible content id system it took them like a decade <laughs> Like literally it took them a decade to come up with a legible content ID system. Um, and so, you know, there was just so many bad burns from that experience with them. Um, and then on the TikTok side, 
you know, who knows? I don't think I know quite enough about the platform, but I do know that they've done some pretty nefarious things with like how they promote different content, what they promote on that platform. Um, you know, and, and so it's just been something that to me personally, like I just, you know, it's just, who knows what they could do next? You know, they haven't like shown a pattern of consistency. And then like you said, Ren, I think they are promoting this culture of just like go burn out and we'll replace you with somebody else. It's, it's pretty much why I don't really care too much about TikTok, despite it being overwhelmingly my <laughs> largest social media presence. Yeah, I think it's a little bit ahead, a head and shoulders above the others. It's like literally a degree uh, like of magnitude. But also, what does that even mean tangibly as a result? My, my TikToks, like they can get up to 8 million views. Views. Mm -hmm. I don't know what the view is. Uh, but right. there's no tangible benefit to me because TikTok disincentivizes anything that gets people off the platform. And they never, they don't send out notifications really. It's not really, that's not how it works. It's all through the feed. You scroll through the feed and that's it. It, it chooses the ultimate algorithmic uh, decision. <laughs> and anything that gets people off the platform, if, if your video is like, go check out this, it'll <clears throat> tank everything about that video mm. because it's like, that's not good for us. So really, like all of those amazing numbers, um, I've yet to see anything actually translate to something benefiting me or anyone. Or I would be surprised if businesses can really, truly thrive outside of, let's say, specific mentions and, and ad reads and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. um, but trying to build your business like that is so inconsistent because you do it once, maybe, and you'll get like some traction from it. And you can't do it again because now TikTok looks down upon your channel, you know? I do, I do fear thing. the day where YouTube's like, we switched something in our system, so all the people that were seeing VFX Artist Reactor every Saturday aren't seeing it anymore. In like the algorithmic feed, like in your subscription feed, you're still pretty in control of that, right? Mm -hmm. But most people on YouTube use the algorithmic feed, mm -hmm. and it's like if for some reason YouTube is just like you know, eh, it's different. Like we'll lose half our views and half our revenue just like that. But YouTube's been very cautious about that, and we've never had that experience with them. Up to this point, even like the ad apocalypse. Like, I keep waiting for it to happen. Yeah, <laughs> dude. I was like, I'm okay. This this is a really cool wave we're riding here. VFX artists react. It's really successful right now. A year in, it's like, man, it's still going. Uh, I mean, I don't know. It, it, Same, could, it could end at any uh, moment now. When, when Three years later, you, it's still going guys, just as strong as it's you're been. You're too afraid, and we it's, still don't trust it. I don't <laughs> think it's as uh, knife's edge as you think it is, because. Um, the way I consume YouTube is less algorithmic. Sometimes it is, but most of the time I have my key landmark channels that yeah. I go to and I, I go specific. I don't even go to my sub feed. I go to that channel specifically. Oh, interesting. When you build up a habit, like every Saturday you have a VFX artist reaction or something similar to that. I know that. I know that after three years, that habit is strong hmm. and that habit is extremely strong with people that have been following that for years. I think the reason that the, the the views are always good is because the videos are good, you numbskulls. <laughs> People want to watch it. There is an entire segment of YouTube that is dedicated to those videos, and they're not going to go away just because the algorithm changes. It's going to change if you change what the video is. Sure. Yeah. No, the videos are actually good. <laughs> I don't good know views, if you realize, views. Mark, how much post-traumatic stress we have from all the different <laughs> types of videos we've created over the years, because we've created some videos that have just torn out our heart and soul when it comes to like 
we put so much into this video and oh man, the concept just works and, and you put it out there and <laughs> but crickets. Did, but did that video mean something strongly to the people that did see it? I always, well, look at so it like, that's yeah, I, I have but, a video. Oh no, no. <laughs> Go ahead. Well, so just to finish that point, but then just some other videos, like for example, the, the, the premium example of this so far in our history is world's longest lightsaber. <laughs> Nika, Nika, we, we'd been creating these short films for years, you know, production, talent, da, 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 like expenses, big financial risks for us, like all these other things going into it. Nico comes up one day and goes, hey, I want to shoot this video with my cell phone and we're going to do some uh, very basic visual effects using After Effects composition and uh, we're going to call it the world's longest lightsaber. It's going to be great. I go, Nico, that video is terrible. It's not going to succeed. <laughs> no one's going to like it. I don't think we should shoot it. He pushed forward on the idea. They shot it. That video has like, it's our most viral video on YouTube ever to this point. And it had maybe, you know, a, it has 130 a, million views. No. Yeah. It's closer. To I think it has 185. Oh, really? Yeah. Jesus. Uh, it's like, either, yeah, last I way, checked, it was 170. It that was a while ago. Mm-hmm. Let me just check real quick. So we have, <laughs> I mean, yeah, there's no, it has 180 million views. There's not Jesus. really a correlation between how much effort a video takes and how successful it is. Oh, absolutely. Right, and that was a hard it, like, lesson for us to learn. quality are not the same thing. Well, yeah. so somebody no. else yeah. has a video with the exact same title and the same thumbnail. Uh, I saw that on our subreddit recently, yeah. <laughs> That's, it's, it is one of those things. One of my most, actually, my most popular video is called Meow. Uh, it has 300 <laughs> and something million views. Um, I put eight hours of work into it. I shat it out. It, it actually oddly enough had more work than usually my videos but i was just like wow. I, I was supposed to do a 10 million subscriber milestone video and i was like i don't feel like doing it i'm just gonna make this video instant success better than any other video has ever done better than five nights of freddy's which was like really what put me on the map i think it was um, a one out of ten <laughs> it's just like oh this is before even one out of ten came up but it'll be one out of, it's it's one it's like in the top 10 of my videos still to this day of total number wow. of views. Oh, I That's, see you saw a pattern. You did meow, woof, and moo. I did, yes. <laughs> Made no money on any of them because they all got claimed immediately because it's footage from just like random animal videos that people have uploaded. So I don't know. But it's just one of those things where it's like I'll put all I put all the effort in the world into my show space. Um and I know I knew and I understood that it would never get as much success. It didn't mean that, that video wasn't important to make. Um, for me as a creative. And I think for you guys with all the incredible work that you put into it, just because a video doesn't hit viral because of uh, the algorithm does not mean that it did not have a significant impact on someone inspiring them to move forward and make stuff for themselves. And yeah. I think like that, that value cannot be understated. Yeah, I mean, a couple months ago we did a video, uh, it was an Iron Chef sort of parody, not mm-hmm. parody, I don't know if that's the right word. The VFX Iron Chef idea and we put a lot of effort into the concept before we even shot. And then the day of shooting, it was a whole production thing. And it bled into the next day for like getting pickups and all this stuff. It was like a big deal. And we were all like on board with that. We're like, yeah, this is this is a new format. Mm-hmm. This is the start of something big. Yeah. And then it went up and it was like our least performing video of the previous 10. Yeah. <laughs> and it was like, <sighs> it's, it's interesting. A, it's the thing. <laughs> but then like. Uh, then like the next week we went to NAB and so we got to like meet a whole lot of people and talk with a whole lot of people and so many of them were like that was such a good video we loved it it was yeah. like one of the best videos you guys have done in such a long time 
And I'm like, great. Too bad no one else watched it on YouTube. <laughs> yeah, but it's also important to remember, like, a hundred people is a lot of people. Yeah. A thousand people is a lot of people. Yeah. A million people watching videos, a ton of people. Like, so when a video gets 400,000 views instead of a million views, that's 400,000 people still. Like, that's a lot of people. Right. <laughs> that's 10. That's get... like 12 football stadiums of people who watch yeah. your video. So you can't yeah. get too upset. <laughs> and compared to like and, TV numbers, like it's doing incredibly. Like yeah. yeah. And to be fair, none of us actually got upset over that. It was just one mm. of those things. It was like, oh, interesting data point. Hmm. <laughs> yeah. yeah. N- now, now, but when we were young and f- younger and full, more full of just like hopes and dreams, you know, it was like that stuff. We had that expectation of like, and I think everybody goes through this, especially when they start, mm-hmm. but it's this expectation of, I put all this work into this and it's, it's got to do well. The, the 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 content gods owe it to me to for this video to to perform well and then you and then you realize that that's not how it, it works and you know you you get I, but i think you get better because of that mm-hmm. mark yeah. i got to say so your meow woof and moo thumbnails yes are very good thumbnails thank you i'm looking at your channel you have a very strong thumbnail game thank you you make your own thumbnails. I make all my. I've made every thumbnail except for like one or two when I had no access to a computer. But I've made the vast majority of the thumbnails um, on my channel, and there's over five thousand videos. So this is this is like a gallery here, just scrolling through it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this it's, is just. I, I would compare it to uh, when you add people on. You know, it's yeah. just, It's just a thing you do every day. Some of my best thumbnails actually will never be seen again because they were on the channel I deleted with with Ethan that we did. I'm um, just like really putting the work in. And that's a that's a great example of putting work into something like so much work into something for something that is not tangible uh, to people. It was for a feeling. It was tangibly successful. Don't get me wrong. There was a lot of people when we deleted it. I think there was like one point seven million people watching concurrently <laughs> the live stream of us deleting it. That's crazy. Um, yeah. <laughs> but the feeling, the feeling, the feeling there was everything. The feeling was I want to reiterate like People went all all over when Ninja like uh, streamed with uh, uh, Drake, and he got six hundred thousand views, and everyone's like, "Oh, this is incredible!" Never <laughs> surprised. I was like, "I did one point seven million. <laughs> what? Whatever. Shut up." <laughs> but it, it's just one of those things because I don't go out and break. <laughs> this happened two years ago, so it's whatever. It's a side note to all this piece is just like people always get so big on the numbers. People give all these. Can I curse? Yes. People give so many fucks about the numbers. Like the numbers aren't important. The numbers were a side effect. The idea uh, was to give people a feeling of impermanence, of feeling the loss, the nostalgia mm-hmm. for something, mm-hmm. and taking it away from them and committing to something for a year. That those feelings cannot translate to numbers. But that's what enters the realm of art. Exactly, that's a of performance art. Exactly. Like, that was performance art. That Straight really up. was. Yeah, and hell it, yeah, it, it was. It left a mark on people. People got tattoos of it, more tattoos of anything. People cherish the merch that they got more just because it meant something. And what you guys do, and I really hope you don't think I'm just blowing smoke up your ass. Like what you guys do means something. The content you make is important. Not, some of it more than others, of course. You know, you have your throwaway videos, you have your meow equivalent. But even lightsaber, <laughs> as long as lightsaber, that's cool. It's very fun. Uh, to see that kind of stuff, it means something. It's important. Not all content on YouTube means something. Not all of it has to mean something. But the stuff that you guys do does mean something to so many people, me included. 
Oh, yeah, we've hard. we've gone we've gone Thank you. uh we've debated about that quite a bit in the past. Like I remember there was an old podcast we did and uh I was kind of ragging on um uh on Mr. Beast because oh, I was, I you know, kind of I was kind of bitter about the fact that his videos, you know, they they didn't mean as much as the artistic videos <laughs> and stuff, but I realized later, you know, and you guys were kind of telling me this in the cast, but you were saying, look, it, that doesn't have to be that way. You know, it, it's okay if people just want to go on there and watch a cool video for a couple minutes and be entertained. <laughs> they, they both have their place. And mm-hmm. I was all grumpy about it and saying, no, no, it doesn't. It's got to be, it's got to deliver something. But yeah, it's an interesting point. And I think both, both are important. And, and one, you know, sometimes one does better than the other. The majority of time, the one that's more entertaining to a broader audience, meaning less, does better. But mm-hmm. also that gives you the opportunity to cast a wider net and to bring those people into something else that they might not expect. And I think that's that's important about it too. Mm-hmm. Have I told you the story about my grandma and how like when she challenged me for what I was going to go do for a living? I don't think so. Okay. I'm not sure I've even heard this story. <laughs> so I actually just told this uh on the camera for crew cuts. But well I'm gonna I'm gonna spice the story, weave a full tale here. So yesterday we uh we were visited by a make a wish uh super cool person. What's I don't know what like what's when make you're a wish make a wish kid. Grantee yeah. recipient. But she was nineteen, yeah. so she's not like a little kid um like a make-a-wish lady <laughs> um and it was the first time we've ever had that experience in the studio and it was incredibly flattering it was incredibly fulfilling like i know people have want to visit corridor like we get emails saying like i want to come check out corridor and usually we're like no sorry because we have we have to work <laughs> um but still like you know, I think this elevates it because somebody's really going out of their way. They're taking their whole family, they're making an event, and they wanted to come here and like be here and see what we were doing here. And that was just such a, it was such a feeling like we actually really truly achieved something. You know, it really like kind of like put that landmark down. So back when I was seventeen years old, you know, finishing up high school, gonna go off to college. I already knew I wanted to make videos. I've been making videos of Sam for like four years already by was that this point. this when your hair was like down to your shoulders? Yes. <laughs> the hair was the longest it's ever been in my life. Though it's come close a few times in the past few years here. Um, and, you know, like my whole family's been very supportive. My my grandma, her name's Maymay. So my Maymay. <laughs> Super supportive. The most like supportive woman I've ever met. Uh, and so like I'm sitting at the table. I'm like, I'm about to head out. And she goes, hey, so head after school. She's like, why aren't you becoming a doctor? Why aren't you becoming a scientist? Why aren't you doing something that'll help people? And I was like, whoa, I was not expecting that because it's a sudden 180. And like, I realized that she was really kind of just testing me and like make me pause and think about like, how is filmmaking going to be something that can help people? How can I like make stuff or when I'm making things pause and think about, I decided not to become a doctor. I decided not to become a scientist. Like I decided to go into films and put my time and effort into films. So with whatever I'm making, what am I doing that's going to at least help somebody just a little bit? You know, whether it's just purely entertainment, but ideally a little bit more thinking about an idea, reflecting on a human emotion, like getting a little deeper or just teaching people like so that really stuck with me. And then when we had the Make-A-Wish kid come visit yesterday, it felt like a realization of that. And unfortunately, my mammy passed away like two years ago, but as like a yeah, mammy, I did it. I did it. Look, <laughs> it's worth it. I mean, I probably could help people out being a doctor, too, but, <laughs> you know, got into videos. So, yeah. 
That's really sweet, man. Yeah, but anyways, I'll just go cry now. So <laughs> see you later. <laughs> but yeah, like, yeah. Uh, have you? No, it's have a debate had we've had for years. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was, oh. that was it. Was very special. I don't know. I'm still. It was. It was like a, a kind of a surreal day yesterday. It was like yeah. I I knew that it was happening going into the day. I was like, oh, that's cool. But then when it actually started happening, I like in the moment I was like, whoa, this is a big deal. Like internally, not like it was a big deal, quote unquote, but like I realized it meant a lot to me as it was happening. I was like, wow. So, yeah, I don't know. It was it's my only uh, make a wish experience. So, yeah. <laughs> what, what was your make a wish experience like? Uh, I mean, I've had a few. Um, I've really been honored every time. Um, the first make a wish, you know. Uh, I think that was back in 2015, and that was a really surreal experience. I was out in a small town in Oregon, um, and then I had a, a few afterwards. And it was it was very much like, oh shit, it's really cool. Some some kid wanted me to uh, be there, make a wish or their wish. Um, and then came the first kid who I met and was hanging out with him, and we were having a good time. And then I went home, and then. A couple weeks later, I get a call that they passed away. Damn! And that that hit like a truck because it made it at at the first part. You you go out and you're like, hell yeah, someone kid wants to see me. I'll try to have fun with them. And then it connects it like the reality of it, the the sheer weight of the responsibility of that of of knowing that you were the person that a kid wanted to see. Yeah. Before they died, and it's crazy that that man that just changed me knowing that there there have been people who have followed my channel uh since the beginning that have both had children since mm. i started youtube and there have been people i've i i got emails back in the past of parents who told me that their child loved watching my videos before they passed wow it's is heavy the reality of these numbers the 400,000 the million the Mr. Beast level of numbers, the reality of the people behind there. There's a term called, I believe it's Sonder. Mm. Uh, it's a, it's a term that uh, is, is the feeling of understanding that everyone around you is living their own life and experience and has all these dreams and aspirations and failings and, and sorrows and insecurities. Everyone has their own story around you. And it, even in all of these hundreds of thousands of millions of numbers or whatever, if you can land and make one person like really, really change their life for the better or think for the better or push them to do something. You, whether you guys like it or not, whether you guys think of it or not, you have done, again, this is a bad comparison to make because I never to be like one person has done more good than another, but you have done so much more good than you would ever know. That doctor that you could have been would have saved untold number of lives, like echoed beyond. What you guys have done in terms of providing entertainment and inspiration and pushing people to reach for their dreams is value that can never be measured. And you cannot measure it, but you must always remember and honor that you have done that, whether you like it or not. And just by sheerly being consistent and reaching for the stars with your content and videos. And uh, I, I told you this, you did not believe me, but it's true. I would not be here. I would not be making YouTube videos if you guys didn't post. That is literally true. Me neither. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it is literally true. I would not be here. I would not be able to 
help people raise money for charity. I would not be able to do what I do if you guys had not committed every day to like really buckling down and working as hard as you had. And and look at you guys now, still <laughs> still doing it. I love that. About still doing it, man. Love that. Yeah, and there's yeah. something to Dang, be man. said for um, <laughs> the consistency across <laughs> the platform. I think across you know like yourself all these other people out there like just the ability of to be able to get out there and do it and do it consistently and to create an audience around it has its own effect unto itself that that I think has that positivity even if your videos aren't about hey guys welcome to my channel today I'm going to teach you how to be a better human you know because <laughs> honestly not not everybody wants to see that Anyways, you know, yeah, if, and, so, if but, someone's making a video like that, I click away. <laughs> right, exactly. Yeah. yeah. But the, the fact that you, you can as an example, be as an example to people to say, Hey, well, this is what I wanted to do and I did it. And so you can find the thing that you want to do and you can do it too. Just that simple concept, seeing that manifested when you don't have it yourself is super important. hundred percent. Also, you know, I think I think a good theme, a good takeaway from this, this whole podcast here is, you know, we're all reliant on someone else to have helped get us to where we are. You know, Sam and I only got into making videos because of, you know, a teacher at our school that helped us out and a website, FX Home, Alma TV back in the day, whereas a bunch of users that helped us out. I mean, heck, just the people making actual movies and ILM and George Lucas and Steven Spielberg, like, you know, if those people, if all that didn't exist, then we wouldn't even be here ourselves, not to mention like your parents and all that. And you go back further from that to like the people that led to that. So it's, I think it's always important to really maintain that, I guess, humility and that gratefulness where you are. But that also kind of leads to every day being exciting and something that like you can bring energy to when you are approaching it like that. Where it's like, oh, this is a gift that I have. This is a gift that I can do this. And then, you know, you take all that and let it fuel you to keep going keep making things and just stay consistent with it. So, but also never take yourself too seriously because eh, yeah. the sun's going to expand. That's, that's when people turn off. Years. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, definitely the serious thing is, is, is really good takeaway because it, it happens. And, and when you do that, people, they're not interested, you know, cause then you become disingenuous mm -hmm. to bring it back. Yep. Yeah. Wow. All right. Good Dude, stuff. I don't even know where to take it from here. I think that's a good I think that's a good stopping point. It's a good, a good to think about on our drives home. Oh. <laughs> Mark, do you have a channel that you want anybody to know about or anything uh, else like that? No, no, <laughs> but I want people to know about the great quality merch available on corridordigital.com slash store. Yeah, is think, that it? I think Mark is subtly implying that we do a really bad job of pushing our store and our no, website. No, no, guys. I just wanted to say how easy it was to browse the amazing selection that was on that website. Checking out was so simple. <laughs> Did you know they offer free returns? Free the returns? Shoes or, wow. But you know, fair. I've never had to use it because the quality is so good every time. Mm. Wow. Always get what I need. That's right. that way. <laughs> <laughs> well, there you have it, everybody. Uh, thanks for tuning in. Uh, Mark, I'm very excited for what we can do um, this month. And hopefully, Dude, I can't wait to see Brandy or Daniel teamed up with Mark. Yeah, <laughs> I, I really. That one, we got to push for that one. So uh, anyways, yeah. thanks for listening, everybody. And uh, yeah. All right. See you later. 